0: Have a a smoother start than last time. Okay. (laughs) I I don't know where to put my
1: hands. (laughs) It's like you want to be like some sort of you know nightclub singer. You want to grab the (laughs) money. Oh, (laughs) walkie-talkie! Wrong episode. (laughs) Welcome to I used to know. I'm Scott. And I'm Steve. We're your hosts for this adventure into the past, where we dive into things
0: we used to know when we were kids that are no, no longer true. true. Hey, Scott. Hey, Steve. Scott, you know, every kid goes through a dinosaur phase, right? Not me. Oh, come on. No nope. Come on, you must have. Nope. Was not a fan. You I were mean, not a fan of
1: dinosaurs? I mean, it wasn't like I, I was an enemy of them. I mean, I didn't think they were like terrible. I was just like, meh. Meh.
0: No, dinosaurs are awesome, especially when you're little. Dinosaurs are amazing. This is even, I'm going back before even Jurassic Park existed in the movies that we're talking on the TV. There's Land of the Lost. Yeah. Oh, come on. Marshall, you, Will, and Holly. No, totally remember the, the cartoon when I said I wasn't a fan. Okay. Well, go with me, though, because okay. I'm with you. The dinosaurs are awesome. You've got these giant lizards, right? Basically what they are. They're walking all over the place, and they're eating everything that they see, including each other. They're fighting. It just captures your imagination as a kid, right? And then they're like so different, so alien from anything that we know. But at the same time, you can kind of see how they would fit into our world here on planet Earth. Wait, that would be like Jurassic Park? (laughs) Yes, just like Jurassic Park. Or... Landed the lost. So I love dinosaurs. I had dinosaur books. I had dinosaur sheets. And I had one of those those old scholastic book club posters. You remember the book club? From the bookmobile? Yeah. You had the poster up on the wall. And my poster was of a dinosaur. And more specifically, it was my favorite dinosaur, the brontosaurus. Nice. Yes. Yeah. I didn't have any of that. I I mean, I was
1: not into the dinosaur scene. My, my, my biggest story would be from right after, you know, we had two friends that had kids or, you know, first you, your, your, you, you and your wife did. Yep. And then we had this other couple that had uh, a child pretty early in our relationship, my wife and mine. And, we went to see them, and we saw their three-year-old, and I go into her room, and she was dinosaur-aholic. a Excellent. Yeah, because she's Dinosaur a kid. slippers, dinosaur PJs, yes. dinosaur hat, dinosaur everything. Dinosaurs are awesome. And a giant brontosaurus. Yes. On her wall. Just like me. And I went, brontosaurus. That's so cool. And she's like, brachiosaurus. <laughs> she's correcting you. And I'm like, what? <laughs> that's a brontosaurus. She's like, brachiosaurus. I'm like, no, you must be pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> and she's like... No. What's a brontosaurus? That's a brachiosaurus. And so I'm having a debate with a three-year-old. Of course you are. You gotta
0: let it go. Let the kid be right.
1: I'm just going back and forth. I'm like, you're saying it wrong. And we're just going, brachiosaurus, brontosaurus, brachiosaurus, brontosaurus. <laughs> Duck season. Exactly. And it ended up really, uh, their parents came in and like broke it up. <laughs> they had to come in. Break you
0: YouTube up in this yes. dinosaur argument,
1: and I was still like, <laughs> as I was walking out of the room, I'm like, "Someday you'll learn about the brontosaurus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll teach you, you young whiffersnapper." Exactly.
1: <laughs> so I can't and, believe that, and that takes us to today's discussion, which is I used to know that brontosaurs existed. Yeah, and they don't.
0: What? <laughs> no, or do they? What are you playing around with for? You, 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 well, Brontosaurus is my yes. favorite dinosaur in the world. They don't exist. Liar.
1: Or do they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not going to give away anything yet, but, okay. but there's a soap opera plot twist in so- this thing.
0: <laughs> it was all a dream. <laughs> exactly. Oh <my> <laughs> okay. All right, so... Now I'm interested. D- take us through this soap opera. What's the story behind behind this tease you have here? Sure. Okay, so we've gotta get back into my infamous Wayback Machine. Wayback Machine.
1: Love it. I love my Wayback Machine. We're gonna go way back thirteen point eight billion years ago. <laughs> everything some, was dark. Some, and then
0: That's bang. too far back. Eighteen billion years ago. Come okay. on, let's let's let, let's be a little bit more realistic. Something a little closer to has 150 million right. years. 150 million years ago. That sound good? Yeah. Okay. 150 all million right. years ago, dinosaurs are roaming the earth. They all die. Some kind of extinction event. Nobody's really sure what it was, but basically, all the dinosaurs are gone, right? And then they all turn into oil, and then that. Comes our oil crisis in the nineteen seventies uh, and the fifty-five mile an hour speed limit. We was Remember a podcast that? on that. There was there was a very good podcast about it. But you're wrong uh, about the podcast. No, we did the podcast. Yeah, that's true. And the oil embargo, all true. Right. Dinosaurs didn't. The- <laughs> Dinosaurs die. They go into <laughs> the ground, and then they make the oil. They, they no. become oil. No. Everybody knows this. Everybody uh, knows this. Guy. Well,
1: I, I think I think you used to know that dinosaurs (laughs) made up the oil i think we're gonna need a mini pod to discuss this
0: further you're you're gonna have to you're gonna have to convince me you're gonna have to do the hard sell okay that dinosaurs did not turn it to oil i'm totally in and i'm also totally right (sighs) all right we'll find out we'll find out all right but all right so whether or not they become oil they, some of them become fossilized. You're okay with that? Yep. All right. So some dinosaur bones become fossilized, and they survive under the ground, so to speak, uh, for millions and millions of years until uh, humans start digging them up uh, so that they uh, can study them. They're digging them up out of the ground, and now people are starting to discover there are all different kinds of dinosaurs. they are all different types of, uh, of animals that used to live back then, and the ones that we're going to focus on for this discussion have a group of dinosaurs called the sauropods, it stands for lizard foot sauropods, lizard foot. Nice, yeah. I know these guys. You know the sauropods? Yes, the three-year-old taught me. Okay, <laughs> good. Before yes. before you got kicked out
1: of her yes. room, she taught me all the Greek, everything about it. Yeah, no, I know these guys. They had long necks and long tails. That way they didn't fall out. Yeah, but they're it balanced. Didn't fall in their face, right? These guys were, as Jurassic Park would say, veggie sauopsies.
0: Oh yeah, the good yeah. guys. The, yes, they're herbivores.
1: The they're not carnivores. At this time, we don't know any um, sauropods that are carnivores. We have we don't know of any. Their huge size was their defense. They had a long neck so they could reach the tops of the trees. So you had the little things eating the lower,
0: the lower stuff vegetation. Stuff on the ground. Forget that. Yeah,
1: and they were just like like they would just go up to the top of the trees and be able to eat the, the big stuff because they stuff were huge. The they had to eat a lot of stuff. So, so you get
0: the leaves from the top of the trees. Yes, yeah. like, a, like like a big kind of. Dinosaur giraffe. Yes,
1: we're going to focus on a group or genus of these sauropods, and they're called the apatosaurus. Apatosaurus. Apatosaurus, and they are known as the deceptive lizard. That's what it stands for.
0: Apatosaurus. <laughs> they're the sneaky ones. Yes. They're yeah, the deceptive lizards. Spies. Huh? They're the.
1: They're, the they're, they're these huge spies that walk around the earth,
0: <laughs> just kind of like stare at people. Yes. From I guess they're up like on high.
1: they're like spying drones with their heads somehow. <laughs> However, this isn't going to be really a talk about dinosaurs, right? I mean, we're talking about brontosaurs here. We're not focusing on dinosaurs altogether; just
0: just the brontosaurus, which yeah. was a dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. Or, sort of. Or, all right, sort of. The way the way that I remember this or have learned it is that back in the 1800s, late 1800s. Museums around the world are competing, right, to put together the best exhibits that they can of these dinosaur bone skeletons and, uh, and collections just try to try to make a great exhibit and there's a race to become the biggest and baddest collection of dinosaur bones in the world and this this fight this competition in museums would later be known as and this is real okay bone wars yes, yes i've read, read about this yes yes bone wars i love it dinosaur people just all these academics fighting with each other to be the the best museum for dinosaurs. Yeah.
1: I think I also saw that movie in 1977, right? Oh, no.
0: (laughs) That be a different movie.
1: That would be be Lucas in Star Wars. Yes. All right. Well, let's keep the Star Wars uh, thing going here, right? Okay. All right. Bone Wars. Yep. Big competition mainly between two paleontologists. All right. They're like the leaders. Yes. On the Republic side, you might say, you have Yale's Othenol... Charles Marsh. Alright. And on the rebel scum side, you have <laughs> Edward Drinker Cope of Philadelphia. <laughs> the They're fighting each other. Alright. Alright. They hated each other. Of course. And the only thing they hated more than each other yeah. was if the other person found something before the other person did. <laughs> like
0: that would be right? the worst. That right? is
1: the worst. <laughs> Can you imagine they'd be like probably walking into a bar and they'd be like, yeah, you know what I found? <laughs> I've got new dinosaur bones. Check out this bone. <laughs> you don't have anything like that, do you? So I can see that kind of competition. Yes. And some guy in the corner is yelling. You know, that looks like it's from a bird.
0: <laughs> no,
1: they're dinosaurs. No, they're dinosaurs. <laughs>
0: x on Bird A. <laughs> Man, that, uh, that can't be healthy being that competitive. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, in fact, in my research, I found NPR pointed out that they have reports that each team, when they would leave a site, yep. they didn't want to leave anything behind for the other competing person. So they would smash up the... You were kidding nope, me. No, they would smash up the fossils. So the other side couldn't get it. <laughs> that is better brutal. destroyed than found by the other side.
0: These... <laughs> That goes against science, right? They're they're destroying all these artifacts, all these things yep. that we could learn from, and just because they have a tiff with some other some other scientist, they're destroying these things. That's right. Wow. <laughs> right, so that brings us to 19 or 1877, and uh, Marsh, remember him? He's the uh, the guy on the uh, uh, on the Republic side, and. He finds a partial skeleton of this long-necked, long-tailed leaf-eating dinosaur. Sound familiar? Mm-hmm. Right? Except he calls it an apatosaurus. Right? It had no skull. It was missing some other parts, and he uh, had like missing things from this uh, yeah. from this, this dinosaur. It's like the Wendy's commercial. What's well, like the Wendy's commercial. Well,
1: do you remember the Wendy's commercial?
0: Maybe. Not the not the. Where's the beef?
1: Where's oh, that one? I remember. Yeah. No, yeah. the other one about the mm. chicken stuff mm. where they were oh, like. Parts is parts. Parts, parts. parts is parts. What's inside that chicken? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Parts is parts. Hey, doesn't matter. Parts is parts. it's I here tell, all the parts are crammed into one big part. Used. Yeah. Then the one big part is cut up into little pieces
0: parts. And parts is parts. So this dinosaur is a parts is parts dinosaur. Yes it is. Because that's what he did. He said, No problem, I'll just I'll just take the skull from some other dinosaur that I have lying around and I'll glue it to the top of my dinosaur and I'll take some ribs and I'll put those in there. So now uh, he's got this this perfect dinosaur skeleton. And he starts showing it around to the world. He's uh, 1883. He's got a big exhibition. And everybody thinks, oh, this is the, this is the, the best Apatosaurus that's out there. Well, then two years later, Marsh's workers in the field go out and they find another dinosaur. And... This one is much more complete than the one we talked about a couple of years before. They box it up and they send it in to Marsh so we can take a look at it and he opens up the box and he goes, wow, it's a new type of dinosaur because look at all these bones. It's got a totally different skull. It's got a totally different bunch of ribs and he puts it all together and he calls it the Brontosaurus, Thunder Lizard. That's what it stands for, Brontosaurus, Thunder Lizard. Nice. Yes. But it it wasn't a Brontosaurus. (laughs) Wasn't.
1: No, no. It was just another uh, apatosaurus. Yep. Basically, they just finally found like a full
0: apatosaurus. Oh, yeah. They got the full thing. They where found before the whole they thing. had a half of one. So
1: when you compare the real deal of mm-hmm. the entire apatosaurus, and then you compare it against this parts is parts apatosaurus, <laughs> right. they look totally different. And so that's
0: why the other one becomes the thunder lizard. So they got the brontosaurus, even though the brontosaurus is just another apatosaurus. Apatosaurus. So they made a mistake.
1: Yes. And I'm sure it was good Uh, for marketing too. Yes. But after that happened, that brings us to 1903, and there's a paleontologist, Elmer Riggs, and he starts comparing the different skeletons, the brontosaurus and the apatosaurus. And after going back and forth with them, looking at the different parts and the head and all the pieces, said, you know, uh, this is the same thing, Mm -hmm. except for these other parts that are just kind of hanging here (laughs) from (sighs) something else. Uh, These are the same dinosaur. They're the apatosaurs. They're both apatosaurs. Yep. So in 1903, he's like, yep, uh, the brontosaurus, No. He jumps on his horse and he starts riding through the streets of New Haven, Connecticut, where Yale is. <laughs> and he starts screaming, "The Brontosaurus isn't real! The Brontosaurus isn't real! Everybody! Yeah, you
0: can't believe this! Yeah, you've he didn't been really lied lie. to! Yeah, oh jeez, I can I can picture that. Yeah, one if by air, two if by dinosaur. <laughs> exactly. So
1: he started trying to ring the fire bell and tell everyone that this was the same thing and there's no such thing as a Pronosaurus. Yeah.
0: All right, but that's that's 1903. Right, yeah. and this is all happening turn of the century. Yep, I have my Brontosaurus poster up on my wall, going through the '70s and early '80s. Yep, and it says Brontosaurus right there on the thing. So, 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 what, what's so, the deal? Yeah, why, why? Who's wrong here? Well,
1: I think the truth is, as people, mm-hmm. we didn't care. we we didn't care we We didn't care about we said we don't
0: care what you tell us we like the brontosaurus we like
1: the brontosaurus because brontosaurus are cool they are they are
0: cool right thunder lizard
1: yes you can make a brontosaurus
0: burger if you're on the
1: flintstones right yeah like you said they're called thunder lizard not deceptive lizard (laughs) what kind of name is that thunder lizard
0: that's awesome that's real
1: right and it, it sort of just kind of rolls off the tongue right brontosaurus 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 Brontosaurus. Brontosaurus. apatosaurus no brontosaurus
0: yeah yeah brontosaurus is definitely better
1: yeah it's definitely much better i see that and it's going to end up being all the way until the 70s this debate about brontosaurs existing, not existing. And then finally they were putting together the pieces together the right way matching all the <laughs> real parts yep. of the same genus this. together over the 70s in all these different museums. And in 1979 after putting all of them, fixing them the scientists finally declared uh, there is no such thing as a brontosaurus. That's when it happened. Yep. It's over. In 79. There is no more brontosaurus. It's a name that never really existed in the world. They actually said it out loud. Yep. No brontosaurus. Yep. Your childhood dreams and poster. That's right. Right. Dashed into the cutting room floor of history. Smashed.
0: Yep. Millions of pieces. Yep. That was it. That's that's not the way that this should end. This is horrible. Hasty. Hey, yeah. Did you ever see Monty Python and the Holy Grail? Yeah. I've seen Mighty Python and the Holy Grail. It's one of my favorite movies. You know this. Yep. I love Mighty Python. Yep. Yeah. Why do you bring this up?
1: Do you remember the scene where Bring Out Your Dead?
0: Bring Out Your Dead!
1: Yeah, yeah, bring out your dad. Yep. Clang. Yeah, exactly. That bring mean. out your dad. Exactly. It, it's awesome. I know. <laughs> and then they get the one person and they throw him on the pile and they're just like, I'm not dead yet. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm feeling much better. You know, and oh, he'll be dead any minute now. <laughs> no, you know? I no. I'm, I'm feeling I'll, better. Go for a walk. Exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, wait, what? Thanks for what? for laugh. Uh, what? What? The bronosaurus is back.
0: Yeah. Don't play the with me. Is Don't back. play
1: with me. Yep. Nope. The brontosaurus
0: is back after all this? It is, baby. What's going on?
1: All right. It came back all because of a, a vertebrate paleontologist at the new University of Lisbon in Portugal. All right, Portugal. Yes. Emmanuel Tishop, Tishop. and his colleague, Octavio Mattis and Roger Benson. They publish a nearly 300-page study that analyzed 477 different physical features of 81 sauropod specimens. It's a lot of work. Can you imagine? <laughs> Man, that's that's... That's one tough doctoral yeah, work. That's
0: why you get grad students. who are like, yeah, we're going to go look <laughs> at yeah, these 81 I'm sure sauropod. it was these three guys doing <laughs> it. Yeah. There's acres
1: of grad students <laughs> saying, how many years is it going to take for me to get my doctorate? <laughs>
0: yeah, probably five years. <laughs>
1: But at least they got to travel because they went to museum collections all over Europe and the United States. Uh, It was five years worth of research everywhere they went. And their argument in their papers is that the skeleton of what used to be called a brontosaurus is different than the apatosaurus. Oh, yes. And it's different in such a way that, first of all, we should be calling it like apatosaurus excelsius. Okay. Right. So it's different enough that it should be called a different genus. It could be different. And if it can be different genus, then
0: by golly, why not just call it the brontosaurus? Of course, yes, because we love the brontosaurus, and that's what exactly. it was. And it's different, so now it's the brontosaurus again. Exactly. I so, love it.
1: So we have to thank uh, Scientific American for this because there's some quotes here from a different vertebrate paleontologist, uh, Mike Taylor, at the University of Bristol in England, and he didn't have anything to do with this research, but he was just kind of like reviewing it. Okay. And, and um, peer review yes and he was he was quoted says the most exciting part of the study is quote the magnificent comprehensiveness of the work this group has done the beautifully detailed and informative illustrations and the degree of care taken to make all their work reproducible and verifiable yes and that's a key factor as you know Mm -hmm. in anything in the scientific method
0: so yes has to be reproducible
1: it really set a new standard and he was in awe of the authors and he also said that another big takeaway that you can have from this research is that the sauropods are actually way more diverse than they ever imagined that the the actual apatosaurus that's in the museum of natural history in new york yep yeah we know it yep that may actually even be different like different than the brontosaurus oh different not even than, a brown source yeah, different it and, could be a third one, and, and the Tokyo one could be a different one. There's, they really need to go into more detail because there, there's just enough differences oh. between all these that the the variety that was in this in, in all of these different dinosaurs was just much larger than they ever than realized. They thought. So and, we went from, and we couldn't do these kind of research projects 15 years ago. It's just there's a, the way the cameras were working and all the X-ray stuff they were new doing. New technology, I mean, yeah, all the new technology allowed them to really get a lot more details and be able to do a much deeper investigation than they've ever been in the past. Ah, more dinosaurs. Yes. That's how this should end. That's perfect. But I will point out Mm -hmm. that even though I'm declaring to you, congratulations, the brontosaurus is back. Brontosaurus is back, baby. It's actually still a debate. (laughs) It never ends. No. Well, it's science. What happens now is there's still a debate about, well, one, should we even call it a brontosaurus if it's this other thing? Mm and so. And is it really different or not really different Is it different, different enough? enough yeah. So there's still a debate. It's like 1903 all over again without the smashing of, of evidence, you Thank might Thank goodness say. for that. But there's hope. And so I give to you and back to your childhood dreams the hope Thank you. that brontosauruses are back. I gladly accept
0: my childhood dreams back. Thank you. So do you have anything else? Uh, yeah, there's there's one thing actually I thought was pretty cool when I was looking into this, and it was it was a little thing about uh, the U.S. Postal Service. In 1989, they issued a Brontosaurus stamp. Now, if you remember, 1989 is after the proclaimed death of the heat of the Brontosaurus. There's no more Brontosaurus. So the postal service comes out with the stamp, and that makes all the dinosaur purists in the country and the world. You would be surprised how many of them there are. They all got mad. And they all told the U.S. Postal Service exactly what they thought of them and their fake stamp, and wrote nasty letters. And I just love the idea of this like this this nerdy niche of of the the world rising up against uh, the, the the stamp,
1: stamp. bogus stamp. <laughs> And they wrote letters to them with yeah, the course. stamp. Maybe they tore up the stamp
0: and effigy or something. <laughs> I'm just gonna take this. I'm, I'm gonna put you a go to the post office, cancel it hard. I'm gonna put a love stamp on there. <laughs> I'm not gonna put the the brontosaurus stamp on there. There's no such thing as a brontosaurus. Yeah, it's because I mean the post office. They would who
1: would put something fake on a stamp? Like like Snoopy Snoopy was on <laughs> or <there>. something? Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, good point. Bart oh, Simpson, but... I'm sure had a stamp. I don't know, but. Hmm. Uh, uh, how about you? What do you have?
1: Uh, nothing about the brontosaurus, but I can tell you that I went to New York City about uh, maybe a year and a half ago to the Museum of Natural History. Not a great place. I love yep. that. And they had a fairly new exhibit when we got there, which is related to this, which is the world's biggest dinosaur.
0: Well, bigger than the brontosaurus? Yeah.
1: The titanosaur. Titanosaur. Which, honestly, we were talking about how cool it is to say brontosaurus honestly titanosaur is
0: way cooler (laughs) yeah okay i'll I'll
1: whoever came up with that name you know that is true credit to them titanosaur um so they have a titanosaur and it is so big they don't have a bit an exhibit room big enough for it in in the museum of natural history new york
0: city giant building
1: yes nothing big enough okay so they they put it in a room and it's so big it's 122 feet long and so they had to take its head and and have it go through a doorway and wrap around <laughs> out of the room yeah. so it's down the it's hallway. staring yeah. at you as you are approaching <laughs> it down the hall that's cool it is so cool and again it's it's so big that if you know the Museum of Natural History or' ever seen it on like um, night at the museum oh yeah right it, you go to the ocean room and you've got that giant blue whale that yeah, hanging right. from the ceiling. Yeah. It's famous, right? It's infamous, you might say, in a way. I, I mean, it's just this giant blue whale. Huge. The titanosaur, the real titanosaur, is 30 feet longer.
0: Longer than <laughs> Man, I can't even wrap my head around
1: that. I know. If it was alive today and walking down the streets of Manhattan, uh-huh. besides everyone freaking out, yeah. it would be able to look its head into a fifth-story apartment. Five stories up. Yep wow now if you could train one of those i bet you the fdny would love that
0: (laughs) get a hose in its mouth just spray down the building it'd be hysterical excellent all right uh you got anything else beyond that
1: uh nope except for saying thanks for listening everyone We hope you like this pod of I used to know. We just can't stop talking about it, right, Steve? We're talkers. We are on iTunes. We are on uh, TuneIn. We're on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Play, and almost everywhere you can get your podcast fix. Also, if you like what you heard, why not give us a rating on iTunes? It's going to help other people find these stories and find us on the iTunes podcast collection. Do you have a suggestion for us or something you, you want to strike up a conversation? Yeah, We'd we'll we love talk. to talk. Sure. You like to talk. I like to talk. we like to talk to you. Come join us in our home on Facebook. Uh, we're at I Used to Know on Facebook or on Twitter. You can find us on I Used to Know Pod. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Thanks always to our amazing Stevie Jump for our theme song. And again, thanks for listening, everyone. Threes and eights. And talk to you soon. Bye, everybody.